Boom, what's up y'all? Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am your hostess with the mostest, uh, A.D. Walker. I appreciate you guys rocking and hanging with us. It's another week, guys. It's another week. I appreciate all my podcast listeners. I appreciate you as well. Thank you for sharing and thank you for rating and reviewing. Thank you for doing all that you do. If you if this is your first time here in the Brothers of Legacy space, let me explain who we are. <laughs> we are a group of brothers that are coming together to discuss issues that are affecting our community. And our mantra is we don't stand out, we stand up. And we speak against those things that have been breaking our community for so many years and decades and shattering the narratives um, about our community, uh, and especially those narratives that are against uh, Black men, um, brothers in particular. <laughs> so I appreciate you being here. Good morning, Goodson. I know you got the issues, but thank you for being in the comment section. Um, uh, so today we're going to be discussing another one of those social issues, um, and it's going to be an amazing conversation. Uh, so definitely I need you to share. Sharing is caring. Be a part of this conversation because every conversation helps shift our community. Every conversation helps shift our community. Uh, let's see. So that blessings. All right. Mama McCory is in the building. Lisa's in the building. In the building. Great morning to you guys. So listen, I'm I'm glad Mama McCory is on YouTube because I am going to eventually get off of Facebook. Um, we'll probably throw clips in there, but honestly, we're going to be really moving <laughs> out of Facebook um, and just doing something a little different because uh, I need everybody because, you know, YouTube is just a, another grand space, but it compensates better um, and it seemed like it reaches better. So just a, a quick Shout out right there, especially Mama Corey's on YouTube now, so I'm good. Now I can move. <laughs> so uh, make sure you do so. And if you're watching right now and you're like, man, what you mean? How are we going to know about the YouTube? Make sure you join our community. And that's what we're all about. Community. Text LWN to 84576. Text LWN to 84576. Um, and that's the Legacy Walker Network. And you'll find out everything the brothers is doing as well as all the other broadcasts we have under that umbrella. So make sure you do that as well. And if you didn't know, if you didn't know right now is your opportunity to share, hit the share button, hit the copy if you're on YouTube and then paste it in Facebook, <laughs> get everybody a chance to see what's going down, what's happening. And uh, soon I'm going to have me some clips to share and, you know, do something a little different. So I appreciate you guys because BOL is making a shift. Um, eh, I pray everybody had a great weekend. Uh, mine was very productive, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but it was it was awesome. So listen, today we're going to talk about what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Uh, where's it at? Splickety splow. Who's to blame for our social issues now? The direction and the angle I'm taking in this is the man-woman relationship, uh, baby mama drama, <laughs> and all of that um, kind of kind of situation going. Uh, so, because I put this together like in the middle of the night, so I was trying to get it in a broad sense. But basically, that's the 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 topic of discussion: our relationship with each other um, and how. And who's to blame? Where should the blame lie? Who should take the brunt of the hit, brunt of the brunt of the blame for the issues that have happened in our community? Um, and I know we always go towards, you know, the government and the social services and things like that. And I may take some issue with that. We'll talk about that throughout this week um, because I don't know. I've, I've watched some folks that were present back in the day. And they said some things that were kind of disturbing. And I thought about it's interesting how they talked about how their life was and the lives of their of their other brothers. <laughs> and this, this gentleman is well known uh, and how how he acted back then, you know, in the 70s and 60s, you know, 
and what they <laughs> what they used to do. And it's interesting. It's interesting because I know a lot of people, you know, historically, we, we tried to tie uh, the issues that happened in the community as far as the the absence of the black man through social service. But I'm going to throw another twist into that. I'm going to throw another angle into that. Um, and I know it's probably going to be one of those unpopular opinions, but it may be more true than it is than you can realize. So we're going to get into that this week, um, talking about our relational differences, our relational issues, um, some kind of men 2.0-ish revolution happening. (laughs) Uh, Because I I feel like a men's, kind of a men's movement is happening in an, you know, kind of an undercurrent um, where it's kind of a backlash to the uh, the feminist kind of movement, um, and I and I say it from a distance because I don't totally agree with a lot of what I've been hearing from my brothers as far as um, you know their reasoning or their their angst. I mean, I I get sometimes you get a little frustrated and and being blamed for everything, um, but we're going to talk about that as well. Hey, what's up, sports colleague Cheryl in the building? Great morning to you. Um, we're going to talk about that as well. Um, so this is going to be an interesting week. Yes, indeed. Um, so I appreciate you guys rocking and hanging with us. It may be just me today. I got to see if my brothers will be able to come on. Um, but we shall see. Uh, but if it's just me, then we're going to handle it accordingly. All right. And we'll just have a conversation and talk about the things that are happening in our lives, your life, in my life. Spliggity uh, splow. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started. So listen, this is your opportunity to share. Tag somebody. Tag somebody. Um, and if you're part of the text community, if you're part of the text community, um, be sure to, you can share your text to somebody, you know, share it to them so they can join as well um, or even just get the link. Just go through your, uh, your uh, what's that, Wigamado, the contacts, copy, paste it to the people that you text currently, people that you haven't text, people I've talked to in years, text them. All right. So we appreciate you. We'll be right back um, after this. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, This episode is brought to you by StreamYard. Ready to go live? Go to bit.ly forward slash StreamYard, B-O-L. That's bit.ly slash StreamYard B-O-L. This episode is also brought to you by Self. Build credit now. Go to bit.ly forward slash now build credit. bit.ly forward slash now build credit. All right. Welcome back. Let's see. All right. Let's talk. Um, boom. Let's share here. Share here. Ah, boom. All right. Let's see. I welcome you. Thank you guys again for being in the building, um, hanging and rocking with us. This is the Brothers of Legacy uh, show where we come on every single morning, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, let's see. Um, the struggle is real. Let's see, share the page. Bam. All right, tap. All right, here we go. Let's go. All right, posting. All right. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I'm going to keep it real, right? I'm going to keep it real because I get so used to my brothers being here. It's weird holding down the conversation by myself. Not that I can't because. I've been doing this for whew, 
maybe five years now. Um, so I spent a lot of time by myself. <laughs> Me, one man, one mic, one phone. Um, so this is this is nothing really new, uh, but I just got used to being here with my brother. Speaking of which, <laughs> coming to the stage all the way from Kankakee, now in Georgia, well, Kankakee to California to Georgia, probably off, but <laughs> none other than my brother, Pastor Brian McCory Sr. <laughs> morning, morning, morning. Good morning. I guess you're telling everybody I'm really a gypsy. <laughs> Listen, I got the gypsy status as well. I've been here in North Carolina, North Carolina, and Chicago, <laughs> or, or outside the outside the Chicago lines. Right, um, right. <laughs> all right. Good. Happy morning, Memorial Day, everybody. Yes. In my mind, it was like I know this today is something special. Happy Memorial Day, <laughs> my peoples. Um, let's see. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right, Pastor. Um, how's everything going? All is well? All is well, sir. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Celebration mode continues. Yes. Yeah. yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Celebrating all these beautiful young minds graduating yes. to their various next levels. <laughs> yes, indeed. Just so proud. So proud to, uh, to see these young people yes. coming up and doing their thing, shining. Our future is bright when you consider the children from our village. Right, right, right. That is true. Yeah, that so I'm excited. Awesome, awesome. So what we got today? Uh, today we're talking about who's to blame for our social issues. Who's to blame for our social issues? The uh, devil. Yeah, I, well, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, right? power, spiritual wickedness in high places. Yes, indeed. Oh man, don't don't. I the weapons of this warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through right. God to the pulling down of strongholds. Yes, indeed, pulling down, pulling down. Oh, so yeah. So <laughs> all right, guys. Holiday. So, he's, uh, hey, this is Memorial Day. It's it's, it's right. a holiday, so he's dressing for the Let's occasion. <laughs> I'm underdressed. Well, actually, you know. Oh gosh, I knew it. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. I'm, I'm formally my, dressed. My so all my podcast people. He is now showing his Cowboys jersey. <laughs> with the, oh, with the United if States. If you flag close your eyes and imagine, if you just visualize, you can see this classy attire that I'm wearing. Classy attire, classy. <laughs> all right. Oh, so let's see. Oh man, let's see. Let's see. Hold on. I did that? Okay. So. Recently, I've been going through a lot of different uh, YouTubes, and um, I've been hearing a a kind of constant theme. Um, and and this is kind of the first question in this conversation. And is it the man's responsibility or the woman's responsibility when it comes to children? And you know, me and Sam have talked about this, and it's like um, we it's a lot on the woman because you know. In the end, a lot of times the man can walk away. I mean, the woman can walk away too. So I, I think about that. Like I think about your situation. Um, but is it more on the woman or is it more on the man when it comes to children? Now, the, now of course, the women got to bear and have the kids. And then I can bounce while the kid is, you know, uh, being born. And the woman then has to decide for herself, by herself, you know, what to do with children. But um, would you say... Who would be who would you feel like is the most uh, would you say the responsibilities on now for me personally, I'm going to throw my answer out there. I've been feeling like, you know, we've been talking about community. We've been talking about leadership and men being the headship, um, setting the pace for that. I felt I've always I've been kind of feeling like it's it's on us um, because, you know, we're the seed bearers. And, and of course, we know it takes two uh, and we should be leading. So I've been kind of feeling that way. Um, what, what's your opinion on that? That is, um, <laughs> well, first I'm going to rebuke Dwayne Goodson for his comment about <laughs> Thanksgiving. That, that's number one. Uh, now that we have gotten that out of the way, um, 
I, you know, I, I am. I don't think that there is a. I don't think there can be a fair debate on who yeah. holds the responsibility because, again, I look at man as the head. Okay, man is an umbrella, and everything in the household falls under that umbrella of headship, right? Of shepherd, right? I also agree that there are roles to play. But I believe that the Bible does not speak to man specifically or woman specifically. Okay. It says to train. Right. Right. That's true too. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I I would put it on both of the parents. But but again, you know, in your home, your customs are your own. In a right. God centered house, what's important is that the child is trained up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Right. Right. Outside of that, you can you can do it any way you want to do it. Right. If the house is whole, because I don't see how a child would lose out if both parents are in the home and both parents are committed. It doesn't matter what role you play. Right. Right. There are certain households, the kid, the children grew up fine and the father does a lot of the, the father pays more attention or is more engaged in the rearing of the children because the the mother is maybe is the 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 lead in in financial resources. She's got right. the career, right? right? Uh, and vice versa. But I would say that just because you make the money doesn't mean you're exempt from raising your children. Right. I just yeah. I just don't believe that. I believe that there has to be a healthy balance because children need both of their parents. Right. So what I will say, like, so in in. I get what you're saying with the whole household, but what about the the situations where the coming together was a one time thing, mm-hmm. um, and now we have a baby, <laughs> you know, yeah. from a, from a one, from a one encounter, mm-hmm. um, and it's deciding on what to do or how to do. Would you say, like, or even just the decision to to come together to, you know? Who who would you say, or is it on more one than the other as far as making this decision could mean a lifetime of me being stuck with you? You know, like, who do you feel like that should fall? Is is there one person, one party more responsible than the other for that decision? No, I, no, I, I don't believe that. I think that, you know, you're not exempt because you did it wrong. Right. The reality is it takes two people to make a child. It should take two people to raise a child. Right. I don't think there's any excuse that you can give. I mean, we can create them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but the fact that you and your partner are no longer together has nothing to do with the health and welfare of that child. A child is supposed to have both of their parents fully engaged, period. Right. And the only thing that comes in between that is the grown folks. <laughs> right. Right. Um I mean, it goes back to, you know, you if, if we did it wrong, we still have to get it right. When you know better, you do better. You okay. know, it, you know, you I made a mistake. I had a one night stand and you ended up pregnant, but you had the child. OK, well, that one night stand is now a lifelong commitment. Right. Right. That's interesting. So, OK, so would you say so? I know biblically speaking, um, we shouldn't be coming together unless we are married. You know, we, mm-hmm. we come together, we decide this is what we're going to do for the lifetime. And then we, you know, children come from this agreement, <laughs> this covenant. Um, so how do we, how do we begin? Cause I've been thinking about this and, and I'm going to put together a video. I'm going to have to really censor it cause it gets real bad, but how do we begin to change the narrative of, the conquest for men, you know, the amount of women that now I've been hearing bodies, you know, how do you, how do we begin to change that narrative? I mean, it, and it's been so pervasive for centuries, <laughs> you know, it's not, this ain't nothing new, but um, how do you feel like we can change that narrative? Cause I've been thinking about that as well. How do we change that narrative where uh, sex can become more sacred you know, where, where it means more than just uh, a moment or an act or a pleasure, you know, where it has more of a value. Is that, is that a possibility? 
You know. Listen, I don't, you know, the, the term sex in and of itself, right. right? That That's an act. Right. Yes, indeed. It's a physical act. Right. Yes. Um, the, the changing, I, I don't think the narrative changes. I think that the training has to become more apparent, right? You, okay. you have to be, it's, it's the upbringing of a child. It's the setting of expectations. It's the, it's the leveling out or, 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 the strategy around priorities in life. Right. Right. right? And, and the value of principles of your life and, and your, and the value of your body for both male and female. Right. So if you, if you're trained with the the right set of priorities, if you're trained with the, with fundamental principles in, in life and, and you're governed by those principles and you're chaperoned throughout life effectively, I think that you'll be fine. I, I don't, the narrative doesn't change. The reality is, you know, what you do in the dark will come to the light. That's an old adage that will never go away. You sneaking around and all that, and, you know, at some point you're going to make a mistake that's going to cost you more than the moment. Right. Right. Yes, indeed. So I think it's all about how we raise our children, how we educate ourselves, what priorities we have in life, you know, right. fundamental principles are, are key, man. And, and, you know, if, if, if that doesn't change, we will continue to see the same thing over and over. Now, I'm not expecting it to change. I mean, I'm a believer in the word of God. I don't think things are going to get easier. I think that you, we just have to get more focused. The, the world is not getting better. You understand? But we're in the world, but not of the world. And we have to keep bringing this back to the spiritual realm. We got We have to keep bringing this back to the kingdom focus. Right. We have to right. be kingdom minded right. and not worldly driven. That's kind of what we were talking about yesterday, right? Right. Uh, suffer the little children uh, to come unto me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of God. Jesus said that in, in the book of Mark chapter 10, because right. parents were bringing their children to right. Jesus. Yes. And the disciples rebuked them, right? Mm-hmm. It's what the grown folks are doing or lack or, or not doing right. that's negatively impacting our future generations. Right. We have to be in our proper position and that changes the behavior. Right. right. Yes, Samantha, it all begins at home. Train your babies. Absolutely. That that's what it's about. You know, if you if you're in front of your children, social media won't be. True. True. Right? True. True. So that's how I see it. Uh Sam says, right, it begins at home, train your babies. Cause I was, you know, that 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 is definitely true and i and i think um i just feel like how <laughs> you know crisis has to be the center we get that i just i don't know like i want to raise the moral standard of how we live and i know it it comes with uh biblical teaching i just i want it to be more natural if if that makes sense like i Yes, yes, man. Yes, it <laughs> yeah. is. You, you said it right there. It comes with biblical teaching. But when you talk about it becoming more natural, what you're really talking about is the application. Right. It's the walking right. it out. Right. Yeah. Right. You can go to Sunday school. You can go to right. Bible study. You can go right. to church on Sunday. You can do all that kind of stuff. But if anybody right. living it out, walking it out in front of you, what right. good is it? The, the problem is we have become desensitized to the word of God. Mm hmm. Because we don't see it being lived out. Right. That, that I, I don't is, have all good. the answers, man. I just don't. Right. You know, right. I, I I work it. I work very, very hard to to walk out what I preach. That's why I'm very careful about what I preach. I don't want to preach something that I'm not living. I'm so imperfect. Right. right. I want right. to preach the word of God. I'll tell you what the word of God says. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you how I have applied it. Right. 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 But the the, the prophetic anointing on me, I'm going to give you what God said to give you. Right. But I'm right. going to make sure you understand where I fall in that. Right. right. So as not to make myself appear to be more than what I actually am. Right. True. That makes sense. Yeah. That's why I always say I preach what I live. I don't preach right. what I heard. I preach what I've lived. Live. Right. I'll tell you what the Lord says, and I'll tell you where I fall in that. Right. I'm not trying to give you my business, but I'm yeah. trying to keep it real. True. You know, because if I if I preach one thing and live mm-hmm. the opposite of what I preach, then I bring shame on Christ. Right. 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 Crucify him afresh. That's what the scripture says. 
Yes. So so we grown folks, the people are that are of knowledge and are of wisdom and maturity are the ones who have to get right. And we live something in front of our young people so that they get the priorities in order. OK. OK. So so you would. So I get that um, that we do. We need to I, like show more, you know, living that that course of action. I know for the most part, you know, once, you know, mom and dad, you know, there's nobody else. This is mom and dad. You know, it's I think from that, it's a teaching as well, because it's like, you know, mom, and dad, y'all don't know about dating. Y'all mom and dad. <laughs> you know, like, like was like before we came mom and dad, there was, you know, I had a to date. find mom. You know, there was a date <laughs> yeah, before we date. mom and dad. Right, right. Oh, um, so I think it's it's going past just, you know, because example is is always walking it out, but just the teaching as well, you know, the teaching of the things that you won't see now because there's we can't show you. It's more or less this is how you find, you know, son, this is how you find your mom, you know, your your future wife, you know, uh daughter, this is how you position yourself so your future husband of a specific caliber can find you. Um, Excuse me one second, my baby's calling me, I'll be right. Oh back. yeah. Yeah, no problem. So I think um it's it's about our responsibility as far as, you know, the the speaking, the the <laughs> the sharing of our life, the sharing of our stories um, to our children. And, and that begins to help with the narrative, you know, teaching them or getting to them before anybody else can share, you know, what coming together looks like, you know, so they at least know or have an idea of what's right. Um, what up, Mark? Good morning. And, and to me, that is building the foundation. And let's see, boom, boom, boom. Let me put this right here. And, you know, changing the sex narrative, changing the, the mindset of how to uh, change those, you know, begin to change our community um, to make the, you know, coming together uh, more relatable, more understandable. Like, OK, so this is the process. So this is this is what, you know, coming together looks like in a more yeah. proper manner so that, you know, I, I think we can begin to change our narrative in our community and and lesson my I think my goal is just to to cut down on the baby daddies, you know, granted <laughs> relationships, relationships going to come together. We're going to be real. We can even get to the point where I propose and we get together, have a kid and it's still not work out. But at least there was a relationship in there. Yeah. You know, it was like commitment, at least at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know <laughs> I think that that that's what. I want, that's my goal, you know, like at least I, I, I love, I, you know, I am my baby's daddy. Yeah. Right. I, I love being a, a baby daddy. But Here's the thing. Yes, indeed. I, I love being a baby's daddy because I'm also a daughter's father. Right. Right. What's up, Jerry? Uh, so I, I, you know, I think all of that stuff is is fantastic. It's I think it's great, but I, I also, you know, one thing that I love about God is what I love about the the Word of God is when when God is giving instruction, mm-hmm. when God rebukes, it's always behind disobedience. It's right. it's an informed disobedience. You knew, and you did it anyway. Mm-hmm. There was a consequence for that. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Ignorance kills is what we've learned in the scripture. But what I love about God is anytime God is giving instructions, God does. God does several things. He gives you his expectation. Here's what you need to do. Right. And then he says, while I'm telling you this, here's what you don't need to do. Right. And then he says, if you do this, you'll gain this. Right. Right. But if you do this, you'll gain this or right. you'll lose this. Right. God gives you instructions. He gives you understanding and he gives you consequences. Right. Right. What I love about God is he takes all the question marks away. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. and so as as parents, we have fallen short when it comes to taking the question marks away. We use terms. We used to use terms like do as I say, not as I do. Right. We used to say what well, we used to, our response to why is our response was because I said so. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I don't think we spend enough time explaining to children, young people, the consequences right. of, of doing it this way versus the consequences of doing it that way. I think we'd fall short in, in our level of patience and our level of detail. Right. Because we don't think it's necessary. At some right. point, you'll figure it out. And, and I think if we if we spent more time in those areas, you know, I'm talking about I'm talking about. Yes, sir. You know, I got it, Mark. You know, I got it. <laughs> I got this. My brother gave me this shirt. My brother, Mark. Gave oh, me this wow. Shirt. Nice. Let him know. Nice. I'm flying it. Um, <laughs> uh, I think from a from a very early age. Right. We we have to explain to our children. I I think I told you guys this. I was on a radio show a couple of years back. I was invited on the radio show by the owner of the radio show. Right. And we're talking about children. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about how it's important for me to, you know, let my children express express themselves because I came right. up in a home where my mother allowed us to express ourselves. Right. And then she shared with us what we just expressed because we didn't know. Well, I don't know why I'm mad, really. <laughs> you know, I'm just mad. <laughs> right. 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 I'm angry. Right. Um, but she would let us get it out. And this and this the, the owner of this radio show said, uh, you no. she called she called into her own radio show and just hijacked it. And my <laughs> wife and I were, were on there and and right. she said, no, children are seen and not heard. That ain't how we right. did it in my house growing up. You don't uh-uh, you get somewhere, sit down, close your mouth. Right. And, and she totally missed the point. Children right. need to be able to express themselves. Right. If they don't have an opportunity to express themselves, they're going to break something. Right. The question is, are they breaking a glass or are they breaking a spirit? Mm. You understand? Because we can be very damaging. Just ask any middle schooler. Right. 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 Because it all begins to show up in middle school. Right. If you have not effectively trained your children, whatever is messed up, you're going to start seeing the signs in middle school. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. Um, that's that's good though. I like opening up the dialogue with your kids. Um and and for you know, traditionally, you know, for many households, I Pastor McCory grew up in an amazing household <laughs> to at least get that opportunity to express himself. Oh, I think it's it's a missing key and not missing fact. And I, I I think more parents are allowing it now more than anything. Um Let's see, Dwayne said, he said, he's still he said, that's a, he said wait, hold on, I'm going to throw that in there too. That's a utopian dream, AD. As long as evil exists and sex feels good, sex will always be a quick and quick quicksand. Quick oh, break. because choosing obedience over pleasure is one of man's hugest issues. I hear you. And I know um, it's, it's possible. It's, I know what's happening now. But I think when you begin to, Speak against that kind of narrative where choose something else. Choose, you know, don't don't choose that as a as a getaway. You know, don't use that as a way to cope, you know, like a drug or anything. Just it's 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 something special, you know, like you get in your mindset like this is not something that should be just given away, you know, for a woman just to give away or a man to just give to, you know, like it should be treated as something special. And if you can kind of change the narrative for most, at least generations coming up, at least in their mind, you know, they'll at least wait, you know, like to not just give it away. Um, <laughs> Dwayne said, stop giving your little brother stuff that will hurt him, Mark. <laughs> he said, expression is good. On a, another note, is good, good, unless you're a cowboy fan. <laughs> he needs to be muted. He's got to be muted. <laughs> <laughs> but but, oh, but the point that you're yeah. making though ad i think has yeah. to deal with you see the, the 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 challenge that you have is there's so much more information available to young people yes yeah they can find it anywhere sex sells it always yeah. has always will they see it in videos they see it you know youtube facebook instagram twitter right. you know you can you can pull it up on on the on the smart television screens. Right. It's everywhere. Right. It's it's right. in movies. It's in commercials. You know, you realize that that 40 years ago, 50 years ago, you would have to be in Europe to see a woman in her underwear on TV. Right. Right. You have to go overseas because it wasn't right. shown Don't here. Right. Right. In the States. Yeah. Standard. Right. Know? And and so what what I realize is 
young people need an alternative that is appealing. Right. You know, right. and and what has happened is structure, discipline has lost its level of attraction right. in young people because they've been drawn to all of these other worldly affairs, these worldly things. Right. And and the the, the disciplinarians, the, those with structure, we you know, we have become the the boring side of the of the wall. Right. We're, right. we're not as appealing. And 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 so you can't compete. Now, I, I'll never try to compete. I, I you know, I've I've been a very people call me a strict father. I call myself a father. To me, there's no such thing as a strict father. father. There's just being a father. True. True. Right. Right. Versus whatever you want to call <laughs> someone <people>. else. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, I have made mistakes, but my heart has always been the heart of a father. Right. That's the reality. And so I've tried with everything in me to encourage my my daughters because I am a father of four daughters. I only had one son. God rest his soul. Uh, I've tried to get them to understand the value of themselves. I've tried to get them to understand how much of a blessing it is to to preserve, to wait, you know. Uh, But I also make sure they understand that if a mistake happens, that no matter what, your father is going to love you regardless. Yes. Yes, I think and I think that carries more weight than the rules. Mm. Right. You understand? Lord, I got you. I got you. Teaching back. them, teaching young people to to understand and feel like they can come and share anything with you, right? Is is right. the greatest value that you could ever put in the next generation, right? The freedom, the liberation to come and talk about it, no matter how ugly it is, right? Because what's going to happen is they'll start talking about what they're feeling before right. the act is committed, right? Right. right. They'll come to you. Right. Right. If, you're, if, if you're if you give them a nurturing yeah. environment, if you really want it, you talk about changing the narrative. How yeah. about giving children room to talk about how they're feeling or what they're feeling without uh, judging them? That's good. Right. That's, good. That's yeah. the thing. I, to me, that is that is the greatest value that you could ever put into the next generation is the liberation of conversation, the ability to speak and share what's on your mind without feeling like you're being judged or graded or ridiculed or rebuked or whatever the case is. Right. You know. Right. So let me ask you. So, and well, you, you got grown daughters, you got daughters that are coming up. Um has anybody has any of them come up to you and spoken to you about the midst of their relationship and the pressure to do it and them maybe even wanting to do it? Yeah. Okay. And it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> Listen, but when I, when you were saying that, just the thought of it, I was like, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing. Yeah. You know? Well, my thing is what I what I've always said to my children, dangerous as it is, right. is uh, you. I want you to come and share with me, right? But I want you to be prepared for my response. My response, right? I got you, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I want you to say what you're going to say. Like I've I've literally told one of my daughters, you know, about a, a young man that she was sweet on. I'm like, I I really want to. I want to squeeze around it. I want to squeeze his neck until I hear something crack. Right. right. I mean, I've said, I've said words right. like this, you I know, got you. I got you. and it can be, it's very scary if you don't know me. Right. Right. But right. that right. same daughter came back and was like, I, I heard your heart. Dad. Right. right. You know, because we had to have this difficult conversation, but I wanted her to express herself but I wanted her to hear me too, because I wanted her to understand how important it was to me that she recognize that that's temporary. Right. 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 And you don't have to give it all away today. Right. You know, right. I, and I, but I started having this conversation with them in the eighth grade. Well, actually third grade, <laughs> but, but I'm saying a certain a situation right. happened in the eighth grade. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Three formals and stuff. And I saw all these little girls. I saw these boys and they, you know, they looked like they were going to senior prom. 
Right. And I'm like, if you're doing all of this, renting the cars and all this stuff in eighth grade, what are you going to look forward to when you're a senior? Senior, right. In high school, right? Helicopter, we flying. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Because once you've gotten through all the material stuff early, there's nothing left but. Right, right. 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 I get it. I'm with you. If you if you've overcome the excitement of you know a stretch limo in the eighth grade, right? Wow. What is it going to take for you in the twelfth grade? Right. What more do you want? Right. Right. So if you get all these experiences in middle school and all of that kind of stuff, by the time right. you in senior high school, right? Y'all, man, y'all doing the nasty. Right. right. So what I try to get them to understand is, you need to preserve hold off some of that behavior because that's not for you yet right that's how you change the narrative i tell them that there's going to be a season for that it's just not today there's a reason why delicate i I think you guys have heard me say this there's a reason why delicate items the breakable things are at the top of the shelf right in your house right what did i say Mm -hmm. because as a child you can't reach them Right. By the time you're at an age where you can reach the delicate stuff, you probably have enough maturity to know what to do with what you have in your hand. Right. That's true. And so what I say to them is that's not within your reach today. Right. Right. But it will be. Yeah. And when it comes, you're going to know what to do with it. If you pay attention, if you listen. Definitely. That's how you Um, change the narrative. Let's see. Uh, Dwayne says, sir, that principle of father's love is paramount. Paul said, how God truly loves communication, forgiveness, understanding, etc. cetera. Uh, Rich says, hey, pastor, let's see. Dwayne said, it does have to be, it doesn't have to be a cringe moment. Our sons and daughters are going to be boyfriend and girlfriends, husbands and wives, moms and dads. We're too busy sometimes seeing only our babies. True. Um, it's, it's, I think to me, the, the cringe moment is just the sharing, you know, like just to making sure, you know, I'm, I'm giving you enough information, you know, to to know, to make an informed decision, to understand what you're going to do and its ramifications. And I do I do agree with you, Pastor, like the giving away of too much early, you know, um, it's like what more, you know, you start seeking more, you start seeking more. So it's like you get stuff and stay like they, you know, with kids. We've learned earlier on, you know, if you give kids too much stuff when they're young, it's like, how much more can you give when they get older? Like you start reaching a cap, you know, and then it's never enough. What's up, Keita? Good morning. Um, so, yeah, getting into that that conversation and having an open dialogue is I think is is definitely necessary. Definitely has to be done. And I, and I feel as if we have more of those open dialogues within the household, because, you yeah. know, you have that. You have these conversations. It's just with other folk outside the house, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. getting advice from our friends, our so experienced friends. My, <laughs> my mom, my mom uh, had issues with her teeth at a very young age. She had to have her teeth pulled at a very okay. young age. When we were growing up as as children. I kept mom have to mom has to tell me this, but I I think I was seven years old before we had real access to candy. Oh wow! Like seven, right? Right? Right. Yeah. Me and my brothers, we had to wait. Like she, not that we never got any, but we didn't just have access to access, right? Yeah, we didn't do we did we didn't get to go trick or treating for Halloween. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Early. I didn't get to we didn't get to trick or treat until junior high school. Right. And by then the costume didn't matter. We went in our street clothes. Right. We were never driven by the costume because we right. just we just didn't do that. Now, don't right. get me wrong. It doesn't mean we never had them. Right. No, I get it. Right? I get it. I get it. But we just weren't driven by them. Right, because my right. little brother Gary, I think Gary was Superman. I think Paul, my brother Paul, was Batman. Wow, I can't even remember what me. I don't know if me and Mark ever had a costume. I don't know because we were the two oldest. But I remember a Superman costume and a Batman costume. He said you didn't hide anyone on Halloween. Or no, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Okay. Paul was Luke Skywalker. I never nice. forget this because he stood out in the back window and was like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> he was so excited, man. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> he said took a pillowcase and I'm went progressing. To work. 
But yeah, took a pillowcase. That's right. And with the word, you know it, Mark. Um, but the, the point I'm trying to make is now a, a rich my mom, my mom probably qualified for arrest <laughs> when I was growing up. I think I think if if people had peeked into our house at a certain time, yeah. she might have been arrested. But that's my mama. Uh, but I think the the point that I'm making is there are certain things I think we do too much too soon. Mm, okay. With our okay. children, right. right? But but we never take the time to really explain to them why you mm. need to wait. Right. That's the right. that's what I was trying to say earlier. Right. 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 Um, when I you know fast forward, up, you know, I was always told, oh, you got a great set of teeth. You got a great set of teeth. You got a great set of teeth because I learned the importance early. Right. Now, I may have forgotten a lot of that stuff now, right. but <laughs> right. see, there was right. a season in my life where I understood how critical it was. Right. Um, so I think those are the things that, that we have to keep in mind. And it, it works that way with everything, not just sex, but right. with money, with right. doing your income taxes, with yeah. going to work every day, right. you know, getting your homework done in school. It's, it's all of that stuff. You know, why right. is homework important? Well, homework right. is important because as 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 much as you might want to watch that after school TV show today, right. you know, in about four weeks, there's going to be a grade period. There's going to be a right. grade coming out. Right. If you do this now, when that grade right. comes out, we're going to be able to celebrate. Right. right. But if you don't do this now, this little extra hour, 45 <laughs> minutes of getting this right. work done. Right. man, when that grade comes out, that's going to I know that's going to be a bad day. Right. 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 Let's right. make sure that's a good day yeah. by right. taking this 45 minutes today right. and let's that's see good. how fast this 45. And then when the 45 minutes is up and the work is right. done, make sure right. you celebrate. Right. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. that, <laughs> and, and it's so funny when you said that about the candy, because I never had it. I never had a cavity until maybe. About 18, 19, maybe 20 ish, you know, because then I was eating candy. See, on my for me, own. I didn't have a cavity till I was 50. Wow. Wow. That's good. But yeah, so I, um, because I remember, I think, because I didn't really have access either. I think the first candy I fell in love with was those square lollipops. Yeah. <laughs> I was those, where big I, chunky, those big, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, yeah. So I, and, I was, I had, I think about, about the same as you, probably like eight or nine, maybe 10. Like I remember, I was like, can I get that? You know, yeah. I remember getting, I was like, oh, this is good. You know, oh like, man, we look, we look, we stole it. We, we stole it. <laughs> <laughs> don't let, don't turn your back, you know, not on the boy, not the McCrory boys. Don't turn your back on us in the store, man. We little penny candy where you can just reach out and you know, right there. Yeah, had the opening, grab some stuff yes. in your pocket. Man, yes. we did it. We did that. We did yeah, it. Sorry, dude. mom. Sorry. I'm, we showed this. <laughs> oh, man. So the first day I got my driver's license, I got in an accident. Wow. The cop that gave me a ticket told me, perhaps you thought you were ready to drive, but really not. <laughs> wow. Uh, Richard says, uh, he said, money doesn't get a woman pregnant. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny about the license thing, because um, I got my license, uh you know, in New York, I think it was about 17. And I was probably like two days away from my birthday, you know, going to be 18. And my dad was like, I need something. I was like, you need me to go? <laughs> you know, yeah, right? he was right. like, and no, two days, you can go. <laughs> I was like, that's just two days, you know? So it made yeah. me like, you know, got me to appreciate, you know, the license when I got it or whatever. So yeah, that, it's 24 hour psychological grace period. Right. Is what it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I get it. Because I, I was 16 when I got my driver's license. Nice. Nice. But, you know, but we didn't have a car. Wow. Okay. Like my mother didn't. My mother didn't drive. I think you told me that. My mother's only been driving 20 years. Wow. She wow. was she was in her 50s when she got her first driver's license. She did wow. not drive when I was growing up. The first car in my family was mine. The car that I bought when I was in the military. I wow. bought the first car. Uh, in my in my family, wow. Yeah, we didn't have a car growing up. Wow. Women in my you know women in my mother's family you know didn't drive a lot. <laughs> Just didn't you know my mother wow. did not drive. 
And even today, she won't get on the freeway. Really? Mm-mm. Wow. <laughs> if it requires getting on the freeway, yeah, somebody needs to take her. Wow. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. A little fun fact there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's, it's yeah, the teaching, the knowing, um, knowing, you know, what's appropriate, knowing the age, you know, not giving too much. To your kids, he said. I had it. He said I had a '76 Vega Canary Yellow. Nice. Yeah, but he it was a '76 Vega, but he probably had it in 1990. <laughs> 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 oh man, let's see. Mike um, said, "Do you think, brothers?" Uh, hashtag share. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for your service, gentlemen. Um, thank you, your sir. I guess for your service. Uh, thank you for. Service in discussing hard topics. Yes, indeed. We appreciate you, man. Appreciate uh, you. Let's see. Dwayne said, I had I was the first person in my house with a license, and my oldest sibling was has children my age. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said, Rich said, got my driver's license in 83. I was 19, and my parents put on isolation, insulation for both the, their cars because they wanted a driver when they went to parties and drink. <laughs> He said 85 Chevette. Nice. 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 My, oh. my first car was a brand new car. It was wow. a uh, 1988 Pontiac Sunbird. Wow. Yeah, that was my first wow. car. A, a, a candy apple red 1988 oh, Pontiac Sunbird. Nice. And nice. I drove that thing into the ground. Just <laughs> 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 stop. This, this, right. right. I, I didn't have that car. I didn't have that car three years, and oh. and and I I drove it, stopped making payments on it. They repossessed it. They came for it. Listen, they they got a good year and a half's worth of payments. Uh, <laughs> the rest you run. Yeah, and then what happened is I you know got an accident. Oh, I didn't have insurance. I was just trifling. Oh, I was trifling. I was driving without insurance, man. I, but I was in the military, and it's like when you're in the military. Like you don't have to keep track of your driver's license because as long as you're in the military, you're a right. licensed driver, so okay. your license can expire. Right. Um, back then, you know, there was no electronic tracking of insurance. They couldn't right. just type your you know, your license plate and see if you had coverage. You know, right. so just that stuff. stuff. Yeah, but right. I'm, I'm talking about the things that I had never been taught. Like my mother didn't drive; she didn't have a car, so no one ever explained to me how important insurance was. Right. Right. I, no one explained that kind of stuff. No one explained to me that, you know, you make these payments on this car. As long as you have this car, you make these payments. And man, I'm 19 right. years old and I'm like, I ain't giving you my money. <laughs> I got the car now. <laughs> right. right. I drove and, and then I drove it into the ground. I didn't, you know, no one taught me. No, I, I, you know, I took shop class, but I didn't understand the importance of maintenance, maintenance. getting the oil change, you know, wow. Checking the, the your tires, you know, right. tread on your tire. I didn't. I'm a guy, and I didn't because I grew up in a house without a father. I didn't have an uncle. I didn't have nobody teaching me those kind of things. Right, right. right. And my mother was not a handyman at all. So I right. got in a car and I just drove it. <laughs> That's all I, I did. You. I just drove. It. I had to learn all these lessons, man. But I learned them by making mistakes. Right. When they came and got that, when they came and repossessed that car, yeah. I don't even think they wanted it. And like this, and man, <laughs> that car went from looking like, you know, like cool nice. pimpin daddy to that's an eighty eight. <laughs> it's only nineteen ninety. <laughs> it was bad. It was pitiful. But 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 I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to change the daily expiration on your insurance card and reprint it one wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you smarter than me. <laughs> I didn't right, care. They, they couldn't really run it. Right. The only time it mattered to me, I had to be legitimate just to get my uh, my tag to get my car registered on base. Right. Wow. At my duty station. Once wow. I got my tag, once I got my duty station tag, where I can go on and off base, nothing else mattered. <laughs> That's all I took care of. Right. Yeah. I, you know, because again, you know, you're you're 19 years old. Right. Away from home. Right. And you're essentially considered a grown up. You're on your right. own because back then, right. even in the military, you know, it's 21 years, 21 years old was the drinking age. But as long as you were in the military, yeah. you could drink at 18 wow. Wow. on base. They didn't change those laws until I think 
89, 88 oh, or 89, okay. where you had to be 21 even on base. Wow. You know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so it's it's all about learning, yep. applying, learning, yep. applying, but someone has to be there to give you the information. Right. Right. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I had my lessons too with uh, cars and driving and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I well, I mean, that's the, the point that you're making. You know, how do you yeah. change the narrative? You know, you change yeah. the sex narrative the same way you change any narrative. Yeah. Information is critical. You've got to educate yes, people. Yeah. And I think I think it's 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 not and and you know, pastors speak of, you know, not having a father in the home. Um there were there was some information that I had my dad that fell through the gaps, you know, that we didn't talk about. You know, some things I seen, but some things I didn't know about. You know, like I knew work, work, work was was top. Like you go to work. Yeah. I, like I said, I could always see my dad still putting on his socks early in the morning, getting ready to go drive the bus. You know, like that. That's one thing he never. I learned just, I guess, would say through osmosis, just work. You know, yeah. you take care of that, take care of the household, make sure everything yep. is paid, and take yep. care of that stuff. But the intricacies, you know, like. I didn't learn much about Carly because he wasn't he wasn't a handyman. <laughs> so so you passed that uh that non-knowledge to me as well. So, <laughs> you know, getting in, getting under the hood and stuff like that wasn't something we did. Um, so I had to learn that on my own. But it's but we had to have to have those conversations. You know, yeah. like for me, we never had the, the sex conversation in our household. Not it didn't because I one, I didn't feel comfortable going to them, <laughs> you know, like and two, they never made it seem like, hey come to us with everything you know like yeah so it just never really happened i think i had a piece of a, a sex conversation with my mom and she just turned to the watchtower she said don't read that <laughs> she went you know she had been your witness forever so she probably listen any subject anything she could pull a watchtower <laughs> no matter what it was she could like mm -hmm. you know what let me read that yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so it was it was never you know it was like can we have a conversation though? Like, can I tell you what I'm feeling? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely about, I think, like I said, coming into this generation more, we're trying to have more conversation with our kids. And, and like you said, having the dialogue, you know, like yeah. how are you feeling? Not just throwing information at your children, but having a dialogue to see where their head is at and then yeah. responding, you know, uh, what's to what's necessary. Mm -hmm. um, so that, I think that's, that's important. So that is like, the crux of this conversation, changing the sex narrative, uh, having a conversation so that we can begin to change our communities. Because, you know, if the, you know, the, the the baby daddy syndrome, I think just makes, you know, the community that much tougher. But if we're more stuck together in our relationships, you know, where mm -hmm. we know who we're getting in bed with and know who we're connecting to, then I think it'll definitely raise up, the, raise the bar in our community. Um, it's, it's gotten so unusual now that girls, young girls are talking about having babies with guys and they don't even care right. that he's, that they're not married. Right. You know, they want, they want the baby they and not the, the guy. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've, I've heard yeah. that. That's wild. I've heard That's that. Wild. I want the baby and not the guy, you know, we may not be together, but I still want the baby. Yeah. Like, That's cause wild. I want to be a mother. Right. I don't have time. I don't want the drama of a relationship. I don't want to be tripping with no man. You know, I don't need all that. I just, just give me the seed. Wow. That wow. that's <laughs> how yeah. far off right. certain mindsets are, man. Right. You know, that's... wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, this thing is, this thing is deep. It's deep. It's deep. Wow. Uh, these, these, you know, the, these young guys, you know, planting these babies around and there's no accountability. Mm. And, and, you know, some of these young girls don't even want it. They don't even want the guy engaged. They don't want him involved. Right. You know? Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's chew on that a little bit. Give me the seed without the nutrients. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the seed without the proper nutrients. Mm -hmm. Um. I, you you can give me the seed, but I don't need you to water it. Right, 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 right. I water it myself. Yeah, right. 
You're fortunate next time my mother has a sex talk with me, who'll be the first, and now I'm a grown man. <laughs> we didn't really talk. We just, I got handed a watchtower. <laughs> she just hand me a watchtower. Um, let's see. So work is the easy one, right? Easy one, less than one. And man, don't work. You don't eat right. Right. Um, I let bro. All right. We got to. That that's a narrative that we need to to reinforce because right. that narrative is lost on a lot of people. Uh, the working, the work. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. don't work, you don't eat. There's a lot of guys out here unemployed, eating, eating fat and happy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm serious. I mean, and you know, if that's the part that you know, you want to talk about changing a narrative. This this idea that you know women are taking care of their men. Right. Right. right, right, guys laying up right. on these women, right. guys in the passenger seat. That's that's why that bothers me. Okay. Right, okay. I, I know I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. I won't do it. Well, maybe just a little bit, just, just a little, little bit. bit, just a little okay. bit. That's that's why. Like, I, it's funny. I was just getting in the car with my daughter two right. days ago. She was getting ready to go to work. Okay, and I'm like. Okay, I'll just jump in the passenger seat <laughs> so she can drive. Right, she has right, a driver's right. license, you know. Right. But I'm yeah. like, no, because she actually can drive now. Right. So I'm I'm in the car with the door open, and she's like, "You ready, Dad?" I'm like, "Get out of the driver's seat." <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't even close you the door. Do it. You couldn't I do couldn't it. do it. I just couldn't do it. I got you. Uh, you know, because I mean, because she wants to be able to drive with right. me in the car, so I can see how right. she's involved as a driver. Right. But right. I can't. I just can't do it. And can't I do and for some, I mean, I know that's a problem that I have. It's a mental yeah. issue, psychological issue that I have personally. That I don't right. want to be in the passenger seat with the woman driving. I am chauvinistic, right? right. Um, but I do think that there's a lot to be said about because when we we pull up to the to the mall where she works. Um, and well, actually, I was picking, I was picking her up from work, okay. and I'm sitting in the car. She comes and she gets in the car, and we see another couple coming out of the mall. Okay, okay. I see a man and his woman walk into the car, and he comes around to the passenger side, and he gets right. in the car and sits down, lets the seat back, chills, and then the woman gets in the driver's side, and right. she gets herself together, and she go, and I'm like, that's just pitiful. And my daughter was like, "Well, daddy." Maybe that's her car. And I'm like, that's even worse. <laughs> it just looks. Oh, you said wrong. that maybe that's her car. I got you. Right, right, right. It, you know what I'm saying? It just looks, it looks wrong. wrong. You know, I get you. I met I my you. wife. If we were in her car, I drove her in her car. Right. I get you. It just, I mean, there's I, just, it's a, it's a mindset thing. Yeah. I, you I, understand? I it. And for those of you who have never heard me say this, I say this because. In my mind, in my little silly mind, right. if my woman is driving me around in the car, right. I feel like that woman is driving me around in life. I, I get it. That's I, my, I, that's the sole reason why I don't like men in passenger seats of cars, because you're not supposed to be in the passenger seat in life. <laughs> I was waiting for it to respond. <laughs> I get hey, I'm admitting that I got issues. I'm admitting that. But yeah, I will tell you, if you go take a look, if you do it, you, you take a poll. Okay. I'll guarantee you that mm -hmm. if you see the, 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 the climate of those households, the okay. buying saying it's everybody, but okay. it's enough to make you concerned about men being in the passenger seat. Right. You'll see that those are households where the woman is running everything. Mm. Call me Let silly, we'll, but we'll, we'll, go we'll do see. the research. Go right. do the research. Let that marry. If the woman right. has to change the tire on the car and the man is there, she's probably paying the bills. Mm. I mean, I, I'm. Samantha <laughs> <laughs> is not going to change the tire with you sitting in the car. <laughs> Well, you're not gonna happen. You're right about that. Not gonna happen. <laughs> that, now that that is true. That not is true. That is true. I will now say one man, time: if the you. man is is riding dirty, then right. that's a whole nother conversation. That's <laughs> that's different. Right? That's different. That's different. That's if he is not, if, if for whatever reason, right. you know, him in the in the driver's seat is going to get somebody in jail, get somebody right. arrested, 
then okay, you don't. I don't know everybody's info. I don't know everybody's life or whatever the case might be. But yes, I'm saying an able-bodied man with a driver's license in his pocket, right? Who's not a right. felon, right? Or, or a reckless driver, right? And you just riding around because you don't want to drive, right? Yeah, miss so, Yeah, I agree with you, Dad. Tim, change the tire is not the same as driving. Oh, Cole said my wife is too scared to drive beyond the neighborhood to drive all the time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I will say she, Sam, did drive for a while because my license, yeah, that's a, that's a yeah, whole, but that's see, whole see, Okay, so that's an example of something different. That's, yeah. that's. Yeah, I had driver's license issues. Right. I'm yeah. saying, but if you if you wake up every day and you jump to the passenger seat, at right. some point, I'm going to be looking <laughs> at you like. <laughs> oh, trust. Once my license was fixed, yeah, she wasn't even, she wasn't even going on that side for a while. Right. 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 All right. Let's see. Oh, she calling it foolery. She know. <laughs> I, I I don't I I don't know, Pastor. I gotta. I'm a research. I'm a I'm a challenge you on that research. I mean, Please like do. I said, changing the tire is different. Like, yeah, I would I would trip out unless the man was handicapped. You know, just he couldn't. You know, like for some reason, yeah, that that is that's different. Oh, but let's not get all the way off cuss. So we appreciate you guys for rocking with us um, and hanging with us. Um, make sure you share. This is still your opportunity to share and join our community. Text LWN to 84576. Text LWN to 84576. And tonight, make sure you watch Purpose for Forever. Um, not sure what we're going to talk about, but we're definitely. We're talking about women in the driver's seat. Women, <laughs> he said women in the driver's seat. <laughs> oh, not so the car life. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So, I'm done. I'm gonna stop. So make sure you join. Uh, make sure you text LWNT four five seven six, and you will not miss tonight's show. Uh, definitely, we would definitely appreciate you being a part. Change the change the time means right. Change the time means call triple <laughs> A. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed, Pastor. Right. Oh, um, <laughs> let's see. So what, Blank Man? <laughs> Right, like man, don't have to chase. There you go. All right, we're going, we're going, we're going. Thank you, appreciate it, Mama McCory. He said tonight. <laughs> right, Cole said tonight on Purpose of Forever Scrubs. Um, let's see. What's up, Rock? What's up, Rock? He said I'm praying for you, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we appreciate you guys. Make sure you share, join our community. We look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Uh, and just just stay tuned. We're gonna be shifting this conversation a little bit and I might have a guest on this. No, it's next Wednesday. So, all right. So we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Same place, same channel. Um, always know that we love you, but God loves you more. Um, continue to stay safe, continue to pray. And thank you. Thank you for rocking with us because we don't take it for granted. Yes. Peace out. Catch Good, morning. Good, morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another day. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This episode is brought to you by StreamYard. Ready to go live? Go to bit.ly forward slash StreamYard. B-O-L. That's B-I-T dot ly forward slash streamyard bol this episode is also brought to you by self build credit now go to bit.ly forward slash now build credit bit.ly forward slash now